Welcome, you've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together, we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now, let's get it. Welcome, brothers, to show 14 of the Brothers Journey Show. For those of you who follow the show, you know, the last episode I stated that um, I was done with season one. Well, if you also remember, I've said along the way that I wouldn't be so firm in my schedule that I wouldn't allow Jesus to have his way. So, well, here we are now at another pivotal point along the journey and season one continues. As always, we start by giving honor. I give honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, loving wife, Rita, my family, and most of all, you brothers for sharing along the journey. So the show topic for today is how do you pass the test? The other day I was strolling on social media and I ran across a brother who was sharing his thoughts on uh, on his belief of how we were tested on a daily basis. You know, the points he made were very valid. But as I was listening, I, I felt something, you know, kind of an impression in my spirit that maybe we're not so much tested, but more educated or encouraged or God is revealing our true self as we encounter those situations situations that cause us, you know, this fear, doubt, or unbelief. So though those trials will, you know, through those trials, we show God our true feelings about our assurance we have in him and his word, and as it relates to our abilities to make the right choices. So in other words, to think that God will design a situation that would test us could also indicate there is a chance for failure. And I hope and pray that uh, God doesn't set us up for failure. Yes, those things come to fortify your belief system and the assurance of, you know, God's love, but a test, I'm, I'm really debating that, that, that question. So there are many translations of, you know, of scripture where the word test is used. And there's other translations that use the word tempting or examine or even discernment could indicate that God is allowing, you know, us to experience some things for the purpose of teaching us a little bit more about ourselves. I believe God's goal is to transform our way of thinking. So as we encounter those things in the future, we now have a different response. I believe God knows how you will respond in a certain situation. Let's say, for instance, you have a struggle, you know, within your flesh and your response when you encounter the wrong woman at the wrong time. I believe he would, I believe he wouldn't set you up to fall as we know God is faithful. It is written in 1 Corinthians, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure that test or that trial or that situation. There are seven temptations most of us face on a daily basis. To understand there are many other things that come to tempt us, these are just a few things we will discuss today. The first thing that comes to possibly um, tempt you is a shortcut to success. There are no shortcuts to the will of God on your life. 
Some men may, you know, they want to apply this get rich quick scheme to life. And they want to also apply that as when it comes to their relationship with God. And that just does not work. Wisdom, diligence, enduring faithfulness and commitment are what produces success. And like in the farming principle, it's usually cultivated with time, which doesn't happen overnight. The second um, temptation is a sense of entitlement. What does the Lord your God require of you to act justly and to have love, mercy, and to walk humbly with God? That's Micah 6. God asks for an attitude of gratitude, not to behave like we, like we are owed something from him. Brothers, be careful to maintain a posture of humility as God evaluates or elevates you. Otherwise, your blessings could come up to an abrupt halt if pride creeps in. The third thing that could come to tempt you is lustful inner life. We can't live a Christian life on the outside and nurture a life completely opposite on the inside. Not only will this hypocrisy create spiritual turmoil, it will slowly draw you away from God. The heart is what matters most to God, not how Christian ones appear one to another. Your imagination should be in submission to God. The fourth temptation that comes is sexual temptation. You know, society really doesn't make it easy um, or the, the society's goal is not sexual purity, especially when it comes to what we see in the media. You know, so many different things we see in so many different fashions that it is extremely difficult to keep a a pure heart, a pure mind, I should say. This is why Paul instructed us to do not to not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Sexual temptation can't be avoided. It is out there. Brothers, it's your job not to act on it. And when you don't know what else to do, scripture says, run. The fifth temptation that comes up is false idols or false security of idols. Accomplishment, prestige, power, and notoriety among the top idols that brothers face in the world. It's okay to obtain these things, but don't allow these things to take place of your pursuit of God. When your heart responds to those idols instead of the will of God, you become a pawn in the enemy's territory. The sixth temptation is financial folly. The love of money is the root of all evil. Money can be intoxicating for you. In fact, Jesus named money as one of the main competitors to serving God. Brothers can be tempted to earn more and borrow more than they really need. Thus putting important things on the shelf, such as family, quiet time with God, and an overall quality of life. All is vanity. All is vanity apart from the wisdom of God. Ask God to give you temperance in this area so you won't live life with debt and be come up short as it relates to your relationship with Jesus. And the last temptation is spiritual neglect. Several times in scripture, it is recorded that Jesus went away to pray. He made time to be alone with God. It was not only vital to his ministry, but also to his life on earth. Brothers, please understand that if Jesus had to do it, you do also. Also, teach your family how to find their own private time with God. Don't become too busy in the things of this world that you neglect the eternal parts of your being. 
Stand firm in your faith, routinely building yourself in the spirit, so when the attacks come, you'll be ready to endure. So my goal for this episode is to provide another perspective on the idea that we are tested daily. But to think of those situations that come are more or are more of tools used by God to show us where we really are in that circumstance. If we really take the time to search for the revelation, we can see the amount of work we really have to do and to learn to trust Jesus to help us with each encounter so we can stand firmly and strengthen our belief in ourselves and God. So how do you pass the test? Well, I'm going to give you five quick ways to pass that current test. The first thing, pause. Take a moment and reflect on just what's going on. The second thing, pray. Seek God for your next move. The third thing is to believe that you are doing the right thing when you get that answer from God. The fourth thing is to trust God. Trust him to provide what you need in that particular situation. And the fifth thing that you can do is remember that if he did it before, he'll do it again. Following those five easy things should help you better encounter that next challenge, examine thing that you call test. I hope this conversation will fuel the debate to help you along your journey. I hope you understand that God is not out to set you up for failure. You should also know the enemy does come to kill, steal, and destroy. And if he can get you to feel like a failure, as in you failed that test and did or said something that was less than righteous, he would have won. Wisdom teach that failing does not make you a failure because we serve a faithful God and his grace and mercy is far greater than any plot, plan, or scheme the enemy can throw at you. Well, brothers, as we continue to plot our course forward, I have a few exciting events coming up and I look forward to sharing that awesome information or the awesome impactful information in upcoming episodes. I'll arrange the upcoming shows to ensure we're on target to share more of this encouraging information. All right, good people, we're going to bring this reopening to season one to a close, and we will continue the journey forward, so just hang on for the ride to the next level. In closing, I want to encourage you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to ask for wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. Thank you for your time and attention. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.